You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine nights. Ooh, oh. Valentine's nights. That's why we waited till this late. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is the Grolix Podcast Valentine's Day special stream. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. How's it going out there in in the internet world? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, so this it's was Jim Peachy. <laughs> <laughs> This this was Melanie's. Oh Jesus! You're trying to you, Jesse. Jesse's the one that derails me. I I do it. That was an intentional attempt to not only derail to go political because he knows doesn't take much to set Randy off. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't doesn't take much to set any of us off. Yeah, we set Uh, each other off. (laughs) So this stream was at Melanie's suggestion on the last. Garlic Snights, we went long as we always do and didn't get a chance to get to our 10 killer couples in TV and film list. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do now. Melanie's like, well, it's Valentine's Day is coming up. We should just do a Valentine's Day special. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Because mm-hmm. we love you. So we'll, get, we'll give you a little more. Right. Okay. I, I don't know how to. I guess we'll just jump right into the list, right? What? Hey, you know what? Real quick. This is going to be touching on some of the conversation we had before the live just now. But how's Valentine's Day going for everybody? Jesse, how about you? You do big Valentine's Day things? We do. We do no Valentine's things. <laughs> I, I made breakfast. Oh, so what did there's you have? an omelet. I made an omelet. Oh, an omelet sounds so good. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, omelets sound super fancy because they're French, but really, it's just eggs and whatever you have laying around. So that's mm-hmm. why we did omelets because it's like we got an onion there. I'm gonna put a little bit of onion in this and some cheese and some salsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the omelet. That's not fancy. It's <laughs> not I mean, fancy yeah. enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was delightful. <laughs> that reminds me I don't know I'm sorry or doesn't matter but the other day I made ramen noodles and I'm like oh and I got some leftover fancy pork roast I'm gonna slice that up and throw that in my ramen it's, oh my gosh it's like a gourmet meal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes from zero to gourmet <laughs> eat your heart out Gordon Ramsay <laughs> I can tell we're not this is not our normal time nobody seems to be ready to watch us yeah well, of course it's Valentine's Day Maybe people are doing special stuff. They're special people. This will be for the later time. This is be for the people selling celebrating late Valentine's days. Mm-hmm. This this special is for the people who are waiting for the chocolate to go on clearance. Right. Mm. That's who this is for. So, yes, feed your menstrual cramps and prepare your acne for chocolate binge. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he's got nothing on that I, I, I don't know how to follow that no 
Randall, what did you do for Valentine's Day? I woke up mm-hmm. and you were here <gasps> already. Uh huh. Because you were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I I made microwave breakfast bowls, <laughs> but I added cheese. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like, uh, you know, omelets because it's yeah. just eggs and cheese. It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> um, and I also ate some of the big bag of Rolos I bought for you. That was my mm-hmm. Valentine's Day gift. Yes. Which was a great Valentine's Day gift. I love Rolos. And it's kind of payback. For to me, lovingly, because uh, it's like <laughs> the previous Valentine's Day, he bought me a bunch of Rolos and I took them home in, in a box and I stupidly left them in a box and my cat peed in them. So I did not oh, eat any of my Rolos. <laughs> yeah. So, Ooh. hey, Dana, what's going on? How are you doing? How's your weekend and Valentine's Day going? Hey, Turner, what's going on, man? And Dana says he's having a great valentine's day weekend he's in the middle of writing a paper for marketing class. you're taking a marketing class interesting mm. but we are providing him a nice break from that good yeah. real quick though we watched aquaman last night yeah uh, oh man what'd you think of that people are crazy okay i, I looked at the reviews <laughs> after it's very it's fairly well reviewed mm-hmm. i mean the average is like three three stars or something yeah people are crazy that script it's a pretty movie that script is it's awful. It's yeah, terrible. It it's so <laughs> bad. The movie is not good. Yeah. It's a no. It's so bad. Yeah. But that was that was kind of a Valentine's Day watch for Melanie because he's like, Aquaman, I don't know. And I'm like, it's got Jason Momoa. I'm I down. know, I know. Yeah. I saw it in theater. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least the theater thing, like the the spectacle is the one thing it's got going. Like there's some amazing visuals. Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. not my favorite Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, no. No, but that dude was I, cash and checks for that one. Mm-hmm. He uh, I was like that that character needs to meet a grizzled old lighthouse keeper. <laughs> yes, also Please. played by Willem Dafoe. Yes. I just want to see that play. Any other Willem Dafoe character. In fact, Aquaman in the lighthouse would be an amazing double feature to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grog Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Make it oh, yeah. happen. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the topic at hand. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we've got a list here. What? List episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, list episode. We've got a list here of 10 of ten notable. Some of them, 10 are favorite? <laughs> favorite? <laughs> there's just, there's 10. There's 10. We got a list of 10 things. Uh, <laughs> 10 killer couples, psychopathic couples, and not ICP. Uh <laughs> Yeah, crazy killer couples from mostly movies. Mm-hmm. I threw TV in there, but I actually now that I'm looking at it, I don't think there are any TV shows in this list. Um, and yeah, we're gonna run through it. Okay, you could consider this, I guess, top ten. I don't have these ranked in any order. I think it'd be kind of a hard list to rank. Right. Yeah. So we. And I don't even it. know if some of these truly are top ten. They're just the top ten we came up with. Well, right. and, and for example, like we had Bonnie and Clyde, and then I was like, okay, well, we're up to eleven, and I think you even made a joke, not even meaning like, yeah, whatever. But we cut Bonnie and Clyde because that, of course, that's yeah. so obvious. Yeah. It's that's that's their whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few that are still obvious, but they're not Bonnie and Clyde. So yeah, right. I think that the first one on the list is actually the least. I want to wait on the first one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just because that is the 
in my mind, like the most unconventional. I think right. I don't think people would have thought. So you know, a little, click, <laughs> a little clickbait. We're gonna make you wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. couple could we be thinking about, and why? What could be our oddball couple here. Listen, I can guarantee this couple's not gonna make it on any other. Nobody else would have thought of this. No, it takes a it takes a certain depraved mind to come up with <laughs> to make this connection. Right. <laughs> Woo. Okay, sorry. Our headphones are very touchy, and I touched them wrong. Yes. Ooh. Okay, but we're good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump on one of the more obvious ones, mm -hmm. at least if you were alive in the 90s at all. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that gives pretty much away right there. <laughs> right. Uh, Mickey and Mallory. Mickey and Mallory Knox from Natural Born Killers. Mm -hmm. Again, yeah. that's pretty obvious. After Bonnie and Clyde, that's one of the first ones that jumped to my mind. Right. Yeah. Actually, I think that is the first one that jumps to my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how... I guess we could just talk a little bit about the movies or whatever. Uh -huh. um, I don't know how... Like, if we're going to rank this couple against that couple, like, pros and cons, they're all, like, <laughs> kind of awful people. So, mm -hmm. although Mickey and Mallory are, I feel, more awful than some of the people on this list. Really? They're Yeah, they're just nasty. Uh, I... That movie's nasty. Okay, the movie, yeah, the movie is got some issues, maybe, but I, I kind of like the way it's set up because it's like, yeah, they're kind of bad people, but really, they're more products of the world that they were raised in. You know, yeah, they, I mean, that, they're horrible people because they're from a horrible place. <laughs> you know, yeah, Oliver Stone definitely like that movie takes that angle. That's one of the, that's a prime theme, especially, and I'm sure they play it with, um, with, I'm sure it plays out with, I don't remember how Mickey is introduced, but Mallory. Yeah. Uh, is definitely played that way. Right. Um, and I like it and I like, I like that even though they're evil, crazy killers, their love trans can transcend. Anything. Was this kind of the era of like the anti-hero love interest kind of thing because it's I, maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong about that but it seems like we'd get a lot of kind of off-kilter love stories in the 90s like uh you know oh, even the romeo romeo and juliet even <laughs> you know it was right. like hey let's bring back romeo and juliet because this is the era to do it mm -hmm. yeah you're right and i want to say like not to a good chunk of this list are from 90s yes. movies. Yes, definitely. Not all of them, but a good chunk of them. Mm -hmm. um, so. Natural Born Killers, you like that movie? A good movie, bad movie? Um, It's not like one of my favorites or anything, but I enjoyed it. It's very surreal mm -hmm. um, and stylized, I think. I so remember I really liking it back then, like when it came mm -hmm. out. I mean, like I was just like everyone else, I bought in pretty quickly on that mm -hmm. movie. Now, I don't revisit it a lot because I it's not really happy go lucky like mm -mm. it doesn't leave you with a good feeling. No, not at all. Um I think it was maybe the first time that I realized that uh Woody Harrelson w was trying to be anything other than, you know, the goofy comedy kind of Yeah, goofy comedy sidekick guy. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. They didn't care if that white man could jump or not. Right. Get a knife. <laughs> right. Well, it is very against type for him, too. Mm -hmm. Right. Can I 
suggest we jump from that yes, one? Yes, I know where you're going because okay. of Savannah's comment. What? Oh. Oh no, I didn't even see that. Oh, what were you gonna? No, say? I meant um. I not that yeah, one. I was thinking to that one. No, right that one because that one also I believe has Juliet Lewis in it. Does not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't. I I should have wrote down actors and actresses for each of these roles. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Natural Born Killers is Juliet Lewis and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, yeah, I'd say watch, watch it. Yeah, I definitely would recommend it. It's 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 a little rough. It's I mean, it's mm -hmm. very style. It does have substance. It's mm -hmm. not looking. The fact that it glorifies the characters the way it does is the point. But it's also like it knows that those are not characters to be glorified. So mm -hmm. like, just be aware that it's a very kind of jarring, jarring and sarcastic mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Well, we will hit the one that we'll hit Savannah's in a moment. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, I'm going to go ahead and jump to early and Adele, mm -hmm. which is from California spelled with a K California, um, which is a, I feel like one of maybe the lesser known mm -hmm. ones on here, not that people don't know it, but it's not really talked about a whole lot. And it's a thriller with uh, David Duchovny. Mm -hmm. I forget who plays David Duchovny's wife. Wife. In yeah, that. I don't remember either. Um, but they're not the bad couple. The bad couple is uh, Brad Pitt mm -hmm. and Juliette yeah. Lewis are yes. very like kind of southerny uh, uh, trailer folk trailer folk. Um, couple who end up hitching a ride. They don't know David De and David Duchovny and his. I, I should look it up. And his uh, wife are kind of like a little bit more upscale city folk. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember how it comes about that they hitch a ride with them. But this uh, is do they qualify? Do they qualify as killbillies? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Brad Pitt's character does. Yeah. And listen, it's Brad Pitt playing trailer folk. It's 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 great for that. Mm -hmm. David Duchovny is good. Uh, Juliet Lewis is feels totally appropriate in that role. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not super stylized, natural like Natural Born Killers. It is played more thriller, like straight through. Natural Born Killers just has it's just has all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, uh, but this is more of a straight thriller type movie. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good. This feels like a little bit of a cheat because Adele. Uh, she's not a killer on her own. Mm -hmm. Like as opposed to like a lot of the other um, couples here where each care, each of the pair are kind of bad people. Mm -hmm. uh, spoiler, spoiler. She's played a little bit like victimy in this. Mm -hmm. I would argue, uh, unfortunately or, or simple. She's played simple and Brad Pitt is a well, but Brad Pitt is not a good dude. Yeah. I, I would argue that unfortunately in a lot of, of scenarios, I mean, not, I mean, I guess both real life too, which I shouldn't say, unfortunately, but in, in a lot of these situations where it's killer couples, it almost always is the case where there's a woman who on her own probably wouldn't be a murderer until she hooks up with this guy and then they go on a killing spree. That's almost always how it works out. Um, and oftentimes in real life too, which is weird, but right. Natural born killers does kind of play that way as well. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen California, Jesse? I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. I've seen bits of it because mm -hmm. it's been played on like cable and whatnot. I shouldn't have put this headphone thing here. I'm so nervous to type. <laughs> but one second, I want to pull up. 
I need to find out who the other actress is. California. Hopefully that'll be enough. <laughs> they know how to party. California. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't help it. And it's not Californication. No. California. Oh, whoever the other person is doesn't even get like <laughs> cover art credit yeah, or cover bad. art. I can picture her in my, I picture her face, but I, I don't know her name. That must be her then, Michelle Forbes. Michelle Forbes. Okay. Well, maybe that's why <laughs> we don't know because she's not David Duchovny, Brad Pitt, or Juliette Lewis. That's yeah. why. <laughs> she's good in it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. That's from 1993. Um, yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's good. Check it out. I think it's a. I I give that a recommend because it's it's a little bit more of a standard. Mm-hmm. It's not weird like Natural Born Killers, but it's also it's pretty good, and a lot of people have not necessarily seen it. Yeah. All right. Um. Then I say jump n- to the next one. Now we're gonna jump to this one, and this I feel like is actually because of time period of movie is a, a California, and this would be a really good double feature, mm-hmm. but. All three of the ones up to this point, you know, California, Natural Born Killers, and this would be a just a it's just a good group. Yeah, they were. Well, cool. And I would throw another one in there that's on our list uh, about three down. Right. Mm. Uh, so next up is Clarence in Alabama mm-hmm. from True Romance, which is what uh, Savannah said. She, uh, I hope True Romance is on the list. It of is. course it is. Oh, yeah. By the way, Brad Pitt's in that too. Yeah. Brad Pitt is in that. He has the best line, which is if and condescend to me. That's one of my favorite. Condescend to me, if and kill you, man. He's just this like couch stoner. <laughs> he's just a dude who's on the couch all the time at this guy's house and he's just a stoner. It's like such a bit part, but it's yeah, very memorable. Kind of well, everything. What what year did this come out? Because California was no. No, why was that? Sorry, I'm mumbling to myself. Same year as came out the same year as California. Wow. Interesting. So yeah, California, Patricia Arquette and Christian Slater are the couple. And this was one of the few Quentin Tarantino screenplays that did not get directed by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a screenplay by Tarantino and Roger Avery and Tony Scott directed it. And it's we talked about this, Jesse, on GCU number 22. I'm actually looking it up. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We will put it in the chat. Awesome. We talked about this and, uh, was it Pulp Fiction? I think. Yeah. Um, But it's super interesting. One of the things I remember us discussing, discussing a little bit was watching the script. You can tell, is Tarantino, mm-hmm. but the direction is not Tarantino, and you can also tell. So it's a very interesting kind of. It's not jarring, but it's weird. It's mm-hmm. weird. It feels like Tarantino light for sure. Not that the directing is bad, but Tarantino has a, so much a more of a like of a <laughs> directorial flair. Yeah, I don't know why an f bomb wanted to slip slip out there. <laughs> um. So many great characters. Like that's the thing about this movie for me mm-hmm. is that like there's it's a crazy who's who of Hollywood at that time. Right. And then they all play such bonkers, memorable characters. Like even like we were saying, Brad Pitt, he does almost nothing in the movie, but he's so memorable. Mm-hmm. It's one of yeah, it's one of my favorite performances of his. And he's in like two scenes, maybe three. But yeah, it's it it's got a was that out loud? I don't know. Doesn't matter. 
I suddenly realized, no, my speakers are turned down. But it's got Christopher Walken. It's got Dennis Hopper, Gary Oldman, uh, Tom Sizemore, which he he isn't in stuff anymore, but he's always interesting. Mm-hmm. Michael Rapaport. Yeah, it yes. it really is like a who's who of like Hollywood at that in 1993. Mm-hmm. James Gandolfini. Thank you, Savannah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. So the couple itself, it's they're not they're criminals mm-hmm. or he's a criminal. It depends on your definition. He's a of a smooth criminal. criminal, but they're not uh, they, murderers like a lot of other people. on the list. Yeah, I was going to say that arguably they both do illegal things, but I mean, it kind of not that murders don't happen, but they're not out to kill people. They're just they're involved in crime a little bit yeah a little bit of crime yeah a little bit of crime happens people die (laughs) yes you should jesse posted it and i'll try to remember to post it in the show notes for this episode but jesse jesse posted it in the chat on facebook that grog cinematic universe episode is a lot of fun so i mean we talk about pulp fiction which is arguably one of the better movies of all time right and then this movie which is a personal favorite of all time Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a great movie too. I think most people agree. It's it's. I will definitely say I would prefer True Romance to uh, Natural Born Killers or California. So I know I'm jumping around. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, do it. I think I would. I think True Romance is a more fun or at least amusing, entertaining movie mm-hmm. than Natural Born Killers or California. Yeah, California is the more like a little bit. It's got humor, but it's a little bit more straight and serious. Mm. Natural Born Killers is disturbing and cartoony. Mm. Like, it's everything. It does go straight cartoon a couple times. But this is more, I mean, it's it's a Tarantino script. So you kind of, like, you get a basic idea of what you're in for. Yeah. And Savannah says, oh, oh, Savannah, you bring up a great point. She says, I totally prefer true romance effort over Natural Born Killers. Fun fact, True Romance and Natural Born Killer started off as the same thing. It was the really? same script mm-hmm. idea or whatever wow. that Tarantino was pitching. And I, I can't remember the specifics, but it ended up like, I guess Oliver Stone got involved and he's like, well, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to take that basic idea anyway and make this movie. Mm-hmm. While the actual script that came from it, I'm sure there were some changes, got turned into True Romance. Mm-hmm. Interest, good. I'm glad... Savannah, you mentioned that. I had mm. forgotten about that. Okay, so I'm going to jump up. Not that this isn't weird. <laughs> There's a lot of... Okay, Okay. here's a reoccurring theme, at least on these first few that I would consider are good movies before we get to the more unconventional picks. Mm-hmm. A lot of good directors involved, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, because I'm, I'm going to jump down just to keep it 90s, because I'm pretty sure this one's 90s as well. Lula and Sailor... From Wild at Heart, which is a David Lynch film starring uh, Nicolas Cage. Listen, David Lynch plus Nicolas Cage. You know you're in for something. And, oh, her name is escaping me. Laura Dern, I believe. I'm pretty sure it is. He has a thing for Laura Dern, huh? He likes working with Laura Dern. They've worked together a lot. Can I just admit, real quick, I have never seen this movie. That's, I'm, you need to because of your Nicolas Cage, uh, <laughs> a, what's the word? Enjoyment. You okay. like Nicolas Cage. I do. 
and and just, Willem Willem Dafoe is in this as well. Oh my God, Willem Dafoe's everywhere. Crispin Glover. <laughs> like I was looking at the uh, cast list because I was going to try and rewatch this before we talked, but you. This is another one of those movies that you cannot stream anywhere. You can get yeah. physical copy, but you cannot stream it anywhere. Billy Bob Thornton left Laura Dern for Angelina Jolie. I don't know their personalities. So if I had an opinion, it'd be based on looks, and that's wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not a bad change. <laughs> Brett, Brad Pitt left uh, to butt for Angelina Jolie, too. I think everybody, oh, leaves, yeah. everybody leaves somebody for Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and they're, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't know her personally at all. But I think it's like they're, they're like, oh, she's so beautiful. And then they get with her and then they're like, God, she's boring. I don't know. Oh, that not, I mean, then, I, then they leave. And then who do they, well, yeah, they like, leave? Who do they even go to? You know, like, I don't know who Billy Bob Thornton is with now. I don't even know who Brad Pitt is with now. Yeah. Well, after Angelina Jolie, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're, 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 they're just, just like broken, shallow <laughs> shells of men now. Yeah. They're like, it, there is no perfect woman. It's done. I'm done. <laughs> so this is very much like a lot of these stories that we've done so far this is the set i guess when you look, read the overview the setup is almost like con air except instead of the con air thing happening he goes and starts dating laura dern and they go <laughs> <laughs> so instead of being in prison he starts dating no i mean he started off in prison oh that's true so he's it's oh I guess I guess yeah it's it's yeah whatever it's Nicolas Cage doing Elvis impersonation the whole movie it's he basically plays it like Elvis mm-hmm. he's an Elvis fan but he like does just Elvis the whole thing right mm-hmm. it's so I love me some David Lynch I do not enjoy this movie I think this right. movie sucks it's not it is perfectly David Lynch in. A specific sort david lynch likes to throw in um the like weird heightened americana like when david lynch decides to go super colorful versus like black and white the weird americana throwback time period version of 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 you know mm-hmm. the world and this movie almost exists entirely in that mm-hmm. it's very colorful for the most part and i mean it's still lynch but it's like parts of lynch stuff that i enjoy most of the time and the characters are they're they're none of them are likable laura dern's character i guess is okay um nicholas cage's character i can't stand him i think he's terrible and he's, he's not so like, over the top yeah no i this is this is not one of my top nick cage movies just because he's just not reeled in at all mm-hmm. <laughs> lynch is like do nonsense yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's a maybe he just didn't have time to dream and so if, no i don't know <laughs> maybe too much time to dream on this one <laughs> or he's having the wrong dream uh, the, the the very what is it the the good witch of the west or whatever from wizard of oz shows up at the end of the movie for some reason like it is still david lynch mm-hmm. but it's just it's the colorful world of david lynch and that's not a david lynch world i like to be in somehow it's creepier than the dark black and white world of david lynch i i haven't seen this movie so i can't say but it makes me from other things i know of david lynch and his colorful world it, he kind of has like a believe it or not muted um oh gosh what's that guy's name that did like polyester and 
Pink Flamingos and stuff. John Waters? Yeah, he has like a muted John Waters feel to him. It's, oh, it seems you're like kind when of he, right. When he does not dark weird Lynch. He, he likes trailer trash type characters in a way. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily trailer trash people, but he likes those kind of like doing those kind of weird mm-hmm. scuzzy characters, which is how like Nicolas Cage's character in this feels to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but in like kind of a loving way. Whereas John Waters is like, they're both satire, but John Waters is more obvious comedy. And David Lynch is just like creepy satire. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because Dana uh, points out that it was a decent movie. And a lot of people feel that way about this movie. You're like we, I feel like we right now are in the minority uh, when it comes to Nicolas Cage movies, a lot of people actually like this one. And mm-hmm. for me, it's just not, it's just, I don't know. It was highly recommended. I think this was another one of those where it's like someone hyped it up for me. And uh, then I watched the movie and I was like, no. <laughs> it's it's rated really high. So I yeah. would imagine. Maybe it's worth a revisit. And it's it's interesting. It's definitely not the most mainstream movie that David Lynch has done. It's still got weirdness all throughout. But maybe it's maybe the fact that it it does exist more in a colorful world and it's not it doesn't go into the weird horror, but not horror territory that David Lynch usually exists. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's why it's got a broader appeal. Um, Yeah, yeah, I uh, I'll revisit it sometime. I wanted to and I because, yeah, it's been so long. This one came out literally in 1990. So it's been it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it till, I mean, I was eight in 1990. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, it. no, I didn't watch it like right when oh. it came out, but like, I mean, mm-hmm. it was prime time. Uh, it was probably high school or, or, or college at least. Right. Well, I'll have to give it a try sometime then. This and Raising Arizona would be an interesting double feature. Oh, yeah, that would. I love Raising Arizona. It'd be, oh, Raising Arizona is amazing. Yeah. Uh, that could almost go on this list, but they're not. I mean, they're criminals, but they're not as criminal. And in this case, I don't remember how I, he's not a good dude. <laughs> he's not a good dude. I don't, no. yeah, I don't think she, I don't think the chick kills anybody in Raising Arizona anyway. No. Okay. Wow, there's a lot of reoccurring because that's Patricia Arquette, isn't it, in Raising Arizona? No. Who is it? <sighs> it's a Patricia Arquette like. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Um, I'm convinced it is. <laughs> You can look her up. I can't remember her name offhand, but no, she's she plays more. It seems like, uh, like fast talking business lady and all those things that she does. You know what I mean? Oh, um, Holly or, Hunter. Mm, I don't know. Hold on. We we're gonna. It is Holly it is, Hunter. It is Holly Hunter. Yes. Good job. Okay, she's not a Patricia Arquette type, but I told you in my mind, that's who is in that movie. <laughs> I love that you can use like one small descriptive phrase and people can guess. <laughs> Fast talking business lady, Holly Hunter. Bam. <laughs> is that what she usually is? Does a lot of her characters are like that? Yeah. Um, at least the ones that I've seen. Yeah, Savannah and Dana know. Okay. Um, I'm gonna hit one more '90s one for sure. This is starting to go into the more unconventional. Hmm. Uh, Juliet and Pauline. This is definitely not a healthy relationship. No. Uh, Heavenly Creatures. If anybody remembers Heavenly Creatures, this was a, like a big Oscar winner, I think, or something in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Maybe it didn't win an Oscar, but it was one of those where it's like 
It was very indie, but mainstream enough that it like won a bunch of awards and stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember watching it and I was like, what is this weird thing? But I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and it's the era of Kate Winslet. Anyhow, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. this was Peter Jackson. And wow. Okay. It's, it was just, you don't usually see things like that. Like this, I should say. Well, okay, let's because I don't know how many people because this is from 1994. We are living in the 90s, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Winslet and uh, Melanie Linsky mm-hmm. are the two main characters. They play young girls, teenage girls. Um, oh, I guess I guess Peter Jackson. It it's takes place in New Zealand. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Directed uh, by Peter Jackson, screenplay by Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh. I did not know this was Peter Jackson. What an interesting career Peter Jackson has had. The fact really? that he w- started with like Dead Alive or Brain Dead, whatever the t- you want to call it, the name of it is, just repulsive, insane, gore fest, schlock horror comedies to like Lord of the Rings blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like overproduced, beautiful uh, fantasy worlds. Mm hmm. And then you throw in heavily cre- heavenly creatures in the middle. Mm-hmm. This no, that seems like a this actually seems like a, a good stepping stone because it's I, I guess it's the the creatures are not pretty, but they're very artistic and it's it's well well done. Um, this is actually based on a true story too. I don't know if you knew that. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so here's the gist of it. It's it's I don't remember exactly how it how it goes down it's been so long since i watched this movie but it's a uh these teenage girls like fall in love and so they kind of have or whatever infatuation Mm. whatever it is at that age but so they have this like a lesbian relationship at a time when that's definitely like it's it's frowned on Mm -hmm. it's a kind of secret thing they got to keep and it's one of those like I don't remember how it comes about, but it's basically like this happens every couple decades. It seems like one young girl is like, "Hey, let's murder somebody. How about your mom?" And then they murder somebody. <laughs> how about your mom? mom. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not. They don't throw the you know how about your mom in there, but it becomes that's the like killer in the killer combo. It's not a healthy thing. It became it, it starts because they have a fantasy world that they created together and where, in their fantasy world where they love hate or where the one, I just remember the one chick love hates Orson Welles. Okay. Like there's like the Orson Welles is in there for whatever reason. Cause they watched some Orson Welles movie and like, she's disgusted by him, but it's like this weird sexual thing that's kind of going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, they, sorry, it's okay. They, they have a big fantasy world that they create together. And in that fantasy world, they make her mom like the villain. So in their, in their delusion that they created with each other, because yeah, maybe sometimes teenage girls do do that. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, they, Where's, where are the bodies? They are uh, justified in doing it, you know, in their, in their, in their fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, okay. So, <laughs> total spoilers which is i apologize if you've never seen this but there's one murder scene and i remember it being very bothersome it's well it's because it's very real yeah yeah um and brutal yeah well maybe watch this (laughs) (laughs) i i remember it being a good movie but not a movie i particularly enjoyed yeah yeah but well it's 
it's strange and and then it goes like too real kind of yeah which is the thing that makes all all of these types of movies uncomfortable like when you're just like poo 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 you know running around shooting people it's not a thing when you're like smashing somebody's head in with a brick that's a little too real and you're like oh this is actually a person and this makes me feel bad you know right. and that this movie is that kind of movie right heavenly creatures <laughs> have you seen this jesse i'm sorry i don't think like... i i don't think i have but um okay this for whatever reason i feel like we used to back in high school we'd have a uh, movie nights over at a friend's house um you know a bunch of friends and this would get played fairly often <laughs> huh. weird. it's a weird movie to rewatch, but yeah uh, the, our host it sounds like watching American History X over and over and over. I feel like that's a movie that I have been around people that like to watch that movie many times. Really? I don't know right. why. I, I mean, I, I've seen it more than once, but that's it's not a that's not a pleasant it's a movie to watch good either. Movie. It's yeah. an important movie, but mm. yeah, no. Yeah, it's like Schindler's List. There's just yeah, there's yeah. just certain certain movies. They're they're amazing movies, but they don't leave you feeling good at all. Uh, Paul, we posted. About this an hour before we went live. <laughs> oh, there was dude. We didn't even know until we're, I was like, so uh, what time? Five thirty. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll post about it now. To, about it now. And then we were still late. Yeah. Um, At and, least fifteen uh, minutes later than that. Right. And it was pew pew, not poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> Poop. Because it makes Randy uncomfortable. Savannah says, I don't like watching American History X. American no. History X is good, but it's, I don't know. It's not enjoyable. Why, why will we watch it multiple times? I don't know. Uh, I think I, for me, it was, I watched it and then I was like, okay, so now somebody else has to be subjected to this too. Right, right. <laughs> and so I had to watch yeah. it again so that they would watch it. I mean, listen, Schindler's List is a much harder watch for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, if I, I believe American History X is still a fictional story. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, roots in reality for sure but mm -hmm. schindler's list i will never watch again i watched it once mm -hmm. i get it it's good it's fine let's move on <laughs> okay you don't like to cry i never said i cried okay okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think it, i think you get a pass if you cry at that one <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't remember crying i just remember being like oh mm. this is yeah. miserable man for real yeah. All right. So now we get to get into some of the fun couple murderers. <laughs> <laughs> we did kind of get through, for the most part, the real, the more realistic mm -hmm. representations of when couples decide to murder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when couples attack. <laughs> uh, and I, I feel like we hit like some of the like top tier ones, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these, with the exception of maybe like Heavenly Couples, I don't think would a lot of people would think to add to the list. It's, it's a little different. That, that was me, sorry. No, now we're about to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Jesse, I want to throw it to you. Pick whichever one you want. I, I don't care, but I, I feel like we've... Oh, boy. We, so far. Well, we're, we've got we've to gotta leave <laughs> my main <laughs> pick. We've got to leave that one alone for a while. Paul says he didn't cry. He ugly cried. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And oh, apparently uh, Savannah is the one that I made watch American History X. Sorry, Savannah. Okay. Uh -oh. I know which one I want to do because okay. I was on that episode of uh, GCU, I believe. Mm. If not, I feel like I was on that episode or I heavily inspired that episode mm. uh, where we made uh, Jasper watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, 
Were you on it? I don't, I don't know if I was on it, but I, I definitely you recommended was like, it. Hellraiser. <laughs> you recommended it. I love Hellraiser. Hell, okay, so Frank and Julia specifically, which are not the married couple in the movie, right? <laughs> this was such a who threw this idea out for the list? Was that you, Melanie, or was that? I don't know. It, it wasn't me. I forgot about it. Oh, it might have been me. I think I might have seen it elsewhere, and was like, oh my god, what a good pick for. Frank and Julia from Hellraiser, the first Hellraiser, obviously, mm-hmm. because the first Hellraiser, so good <laughs> and so weird. It is mm-hmm. so weird because I, I feel like if you haven't seen Hellraiser, the first movie is not what you expect a Hellraiser oh. story to be. Mm-hmm. It's not about Pinhead or anything like that. It is this weird love story. That's what it is. It's this horrible love story, and it is horrible. Yeah. Um. Savannah also says Melanie had her watch Hellraiser when she was way too young. Yep, uh, that's I watched it when I was way too young too. <laughs> <laughs> She's just sharing the pain. She has such sights to show you. <laughs> <laughs> Paul says, and this is the best. There are some good lines from this movie. My favorite though is "Come to Daddy." It's so creepy. Uh, so if you've if you've never seen the first Hellraiser, you totally should. I don't want to go full spoilers, but basically, like Frank, uh, Julia, and I forget her husband's name, but is married to a guy. Frank is the guy's brother. Frank might happen to already be dead, but it's Hellraiser, so he could figure out a way to come back, and he does, and and it's amazing. And he he kill <laughs> kill for me, kill for me. Um, so. <laughs> Julia, part of the movie is Julia. They had some some tryst. That how you say the word tryst yes. when he was alive still. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's 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 S and M to the max. Where it's like that's that's Frank's whole deal. He's into sadomasochism stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how he. That's why he comes across the uh, lament lament configuration or whatever the bo- puzzle box from Hellraiser, mm-hmm. looking for the ultimate in pain and pleasure yeah um paul you did miss natural born killers we had that was the obvious so we started the list with that one yeah um and whatever it's whatever she has to kill people to bring him back essentially Mm. it's amazing it's It's like rebuilds his body like piece by piece with all Mm. the blood and tissue kind of like little shop of horrors except not funny (laughs) right (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Feed me. Frank is Uncle Touchy. <laughs> yes, they have a daughter. I mean, she's an adult daughter, but Frank is real weird towards her do- their daughter. Mm-hmm. Especially after we're going spoilers because it's Hellraiser. Okay, listen, watch it anyway. 1987. Yeah. After Frank happens to be wearing, oh, I don't know, her father's skin, mm-hmm. and is like, "Come to daddy," and yeah. you know he doesn't have. He has bad thoughts. Right. <laughs> he has bad intentions. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's it's a. I don't know. Just the idea that Hellraiser is, it's a love story is what it is. It's mm-hmm. not a love story that makes anyone feel good, but <laughs> no, no. Uh, Cause Jesus, Jesus wept, Jesus wept and then licks his lips in some like sexual <laughs> ways. Like why? why? <laughs> uh, uh, there's a story about that line. I don't remember what it was. Like it was almost something else. And but they cha- they had to change it because the studio or somebody maybe maybe Clive himself was like I don't really like that line or it's too much 
and they changed it to Jesus wept. And I'm like, I don't, why though? That makes it creepier because it, <laughs> right. generally the movie doesn't have like, there's no like, a lot of horror movies play like a religious thing. It's evil, it's Satan or whatever. This Hellraiser actually, despite being Hellraiser, doesn't really. There's mm-hmm. no like weird upside down cross imagery or anything like that that I can recall. Mm-hmm. But he throws that out at the end out of nowhere. And it's like, it feels out of nowhere, but it also feels real gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a I love that one. Mm-hmm. Recommend it. Watch it with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Melody and Savannah turned out fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're totally normal. Um. Yeah, uh, Jesse, I'm gonna let you wait. No, you I think I want to do the pick. Yes, okay. I'm gonna pick Chucky and Tiffany from Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky and yeah, whichever ones they are in the future. Or in yeah. later, um, dolls are are pretty scary. Uh, and like when they sit on the shelf, dolls are pretty scary. Dolls that murder people are even scarier. So of course, killer what? couple dolls. Yeah. What about <laughs> dolls that murder people and also have sex? Yeah. Yeah. That's. A- <laughs> There's not a lot of movies with doll sex. There's a few. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Team America. Uh, pretty sure there is. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. So Chucky and Tiffany. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, Chucky movies or Child's Play movies, whatever. So obviously it's cheesy and weird, but I liked, I I enjoy the the things that they do with them. Yeah. Um, specifically, I think the second movie that they were in together, Seed of Chucky, I think. Um, with the when they go for the uh, the actual actress. Yeah. Yeah, Tilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's stupid fun. Yeah. I mean, so obviously is Jennifer Tilly. Is that her name? Uh-huh. I believe so. Yeah. Is Tiffany and Tiff, the Tiffany doll kind of looks like her a little bit. It's mm-hmm. a little bit modeled after at least the style they give her in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Seed of Chucky. Bright. Listen, by the time they hit bride, like they're full on comedies and they know. Yeah. It. And there's no attempt to not seed of Chucky is about the child they have. It's mm-hmm. a doll as well. Isn't Bride technically like four? Yeah. Because I think it was just like one, two, and three. And it was like, okay, we're running out of ideas. What do we do now? And they mm-hmm. totally reinvent the franchise by um, introducing her. Yeah. And it was great. I I enjoyed it way more than I think the third one. And I don't actually even remember the second one that much. Well, no, yeah. It's a good angle to take because if you can't make Scary Doll scary, like the the like two and three aren't scary they're just like it just turns into slasher eventually and you're mm-hmm. just like slasher yeah. and chucky's the i the like icon horror uh monster thing uh-huh. and uh so then especially once you hit 90s well what do you do with that well let's, let's go weird goth comedy yeah camp. bonnie bonnie and clyde style well yeah. and it was yeah. perfect because it was the era of you know, all these other movies what we were 90s? talking about. Yeah. What's up all with the nineties? be killing in the nineties. Yeah. That? Female empowerment. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's, uh, well, you know, one of our other icons on the list was born in the nineties as well. That some of these might even be, you know, based on, I, I will say, uh, Tiffany and not to downplay the other female characters. And it's not applicable to all the characters we've covered so far. One of the stronger, like, because, like, the first couple, you know, natural born killers, 
uh true romance uh california definitely california the chicks are not they're along for the ride initially and then if they get into it they get into it but like they don't seem to be like you mentioned they mm-hmm. don't they don't start off the violent streak mm-hmm. tiffany is just as bloodthirsty as chucky if not more so sometimes mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like there's always kind of fun not genuinely endearing because we're still talking about bright chucky here but fun where it, she surprises him all the time and he's like oh wow oh yeah she's she's a cold-blooded killer and chucky's into it mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah whatever that's a good pick that was a good pick i yeah, enjoy that it was fun you know who else is fun who if you if we want to go that way do it do what do what you're doing joker and harley okay yeah that's who i was referencing anyways like because harley was born in the 90s right joker uh-huh. and harley as a couple dynamic very much come from the 90s and my note is i'm i can't say it exactly is some versions good some lot less good some less good because initially i was like joker and harley from suicide squad not a good in my opinion not a good example of mm. there i mean there it's a crazy killer couple but like mm. the harley's another one where it seems like you know she would have been a normal person if she'd never met the joker um but then again, there, uh, there's got to be something more wrong with her if she's falling in love with the Joker anyway. Um, she legit was a normal person until she met the Joker. Yeah. Uh, but there are times in like the cartoons and stuff uh, specifically where she doesn't necessarily seem like he's forcing her to do anything. She seems very happy to be doing evil things. I think they're not. It's not it's not like the best. It's still there's always a little bit of like, listen, it's the Joker. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be the ideal boyfriend or husband in any relationship. Yeah. But I think the cartoon version and some of some of the comics versions, mm-hmm. they're actually a pretty good couple, like a pretty fun couple. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dynamic is interesting and mm-hmm. not totally like, even though she's played off as the sidekick a lot of times, because yeah. she's kind of like the girlfriend, but also like his his right hand man or his goon in uh-huh. some of it. But I feel like in some representations, it's pretty balanced. And mm-hmm. but then, like I don't know. Obviously, the the Jared Leto, Margot Robbie version of this is not the same yeah. type of thing, and yeah. not good, and rather fleeting. What is that one uh, graphic novel? I can't remember all of it. I, the White Knight. I don't know. The, I think it was the line where he's like, and then it says pudding. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what a what a horrible oh, person he is. I love that. Yeah. No, Joker is. Yeah, they that's <laughs> he weird. doesn't even say she. And then it says pudding. Gosh, this whole like tirade about horrible. That might have even person. been a Grant Morrison thing. I can't remember which one that was in. But yeah, this whole tirade about this thing that he hates and he just loathes it. He can't stand it. And then it looks at him and says pudding. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's talking about Harley. Okay. Yeah, it was messed up. <laughs> They uh, Paul says they put the fun in dysfunctional. They do. <laughs> Real quick, is there a definitive Joker and Harley? If so, what is it? Are we talking Batman the animated series Joker and Harley? Or I think it has it? to be. That's the original, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been done well, but it's always come back to that boilerplate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we down? Wait, is oh we got two more. And these are both Jesse picks. Oh, are they? Oh, what do oh, we got wait, left I, here? I, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we should go with that one next. Uh, okay. 
Do you guys know anything about that one? I don't. I I seen. Think I watched the first movie. I watched the first movie okay. in the theater and have not watched it since. So I don't know. It's pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't even know what year that movie came out. Um, it would have had been like ninety. Nine. It's, it's like late nineties or early aughts because right. every movie looked like this at that time. Post Matrix for sure. Yes. Yeah. So like maybe two thousand, two thousand one. Everything maybe. was trying to look like, a, like a S and M. Uh, yeah. Like an S and M anime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it all had that kind of style. Uh, the movie, okay, say, okay, so we're burying the lead on this. Uh, what we're talking about is Underworld from and 2003. So, 2003. Okay, two, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause like everything, even like Daredevil, like everything kind of looked like this. Everything was dark and mm-hmm. kind of glossy and had a pseudo anime vibe about it. Um, and so we're talking about Kate, I think it's Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Uh, who plays Celine, the vampire. She's mm-hmm. like the enforcer vampire, aristocratic, wears a corset everywhere like you do because apparently that's <laughs> comfortable or comfort doesn't matter to vampires. And uh, and then, oh, I don't know who who the actor's name is, uh, but he plays uh, uh, Michael Corvus is the name of the character. Okay, so Scott, Celine and Corvus. Is this a real name? Scott Speedman? Speedman? Scott I guess Speedman. so. Is, is he related to Jeff Speedman? Oh, no, it's Speakman. Jeff Speakman is who I'm thinking of. Real quick, uh, before we get too far into this, I want to, there's a couple things. Uh, comments on the Joker Harley thing. Okay. Uh, Dana had a- asked, did she have a bit of Stockholm syndrome? I mean, in some cases, yes. In some cases, no. It just depends. Like, there's so many versions of that couple, really. Yeah. Because comics. And the animated version, you know, is what we go by. But I don't know how much they actually delved into. They didn't. They did in some of it because he was kind of, um, or she was, what's his name's baby, really, like uh, his creation, um, Paul Dini. So mm-hmm. they they like to touch on her character. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like they really played off it played it off as Stockholm. But in some versions, they definitely kind of do, including the more including the. Mm-hmm whatever the DCEU mess of a universe is right now. That's kind of how they played it at first. Maybe I, I thought it was all just like she was trying to understand him and became infatuated with him. Right. Which I mean, maybe that's kind of like how Stockholm syndrome is, but I don't know. But Paul also agrees. The animated series is the best versions. Yes. And Paul also says, love me some underworld. So, so yeah like i i watched a fair chunk of these underworld movies i don't believe that i've seen the most recent one and maybe even uh, like it's one of those it's it reminds me very much of the resident evil movies where you maybe came for it and then you were kind of enjoying it for what it was and then at a certain point you gave up and that's kind of how i feel about underworld like you gave up I, but the series still kept going so someone's watching yeah things. yeah like i i showed up and i really dug the first movie um because i didn't know anything about it i didn't know it existed i didn't know like i didn't hear anything about it it's one of those rare movies where it's just plunked down in my lap and i'm like you know what that was cool and i didn't even know that was a thing right and then um it uh it incorporates some really great actors at a cer- at a certain point you know like um within the first movie uh who's the big bad victor is played by bill 
I don't know how you spell that, how you pronounce this. Bill, Bill Nye or Bill Nye. Yeah. Bill Nye. Um, so I was like, whoa. And then, uh, then we go in, like the first two movies are kind of like, they're kind of, um, I don't know. You ca- they're like a duo. You need them together because mm-hmm. in that next movie, they have Derek Jacoby. And I'm just like, whoa, the cast that this, that this, uh, franchise is pulling in is better than it deserves because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not particularly, I don't, I don't know. It's not like high art. Seemed, <laughs> you know, yeah, it seemed a little schlocky, but they definitely pull in. It's like respected British actors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Um, so, anyways, so the uh, the couples, it's like this unlikely duo, and and it's kind of an interesting thing where she's kind of the lead, you know, like she's yeah. she's the alpha for sure because she's a flipping vampire, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know, like I, without getting into the whole crux of the story, like they kill a lot of people. And a lot of like supernatural characters to mm-hmm. keep this Michael Corvus safe because of uh, the the dark secret of his lineage. I'll just put it at that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they kill a lot of vampires. They kill a lot of werewolves. They basically kill all the vampires and all the werewolves. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing. They're like Bonnie and Clyde of the werewolf vampire world. Mm-hmm. It's well, that like makes it sound even more fun. <laughs> better, it's like better Twilight, kind of, huh? I, I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, it depends on who you are, but I'd say, I, for my money, yes, <laughs> give me oh. Underworld over over Twilight. But I also didn't read the books, so I'm not going to go too hi, far. Jack. There. By the way, hi, Jack. Jack, oh, hi, guys. Peace and love I'm from Ireland. What are you chatting about? Uh, yeah, movies with killer couples. We're getting into the the very we're almost to the end of the list actually, and we're into the the very unique picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, th- this was a good suggestion. It's definitely not. I seen the first one in the theater and was thoroughly unimpressed, and never watched another one. It looks like the most yeah. recent was 2016, maybe was Bl- okay. Underworld Blood Wars. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I haven't seen that one. That's pretty far into it i think because they started doing like um they started doing like prequel stuff Mm -hmm. and then and so we saw that like we we kept seeing them and then we saw the most then we saw like the the new kate beckinsale one where they brought it back to kate beckinsale and it was it was all right but it was kind of weird like this thing could have been over (laughs) you know and then i don't know what what's gone on since then so yeah I, I like I said I I'm certain I watched the first one at some point. Uh, I, maybe I watched another one, but I'm not sure. But I feel like this it has the same issue that a lot of shows have anymore, where it's it's not a bad movie or necessarily or a bad couple movies, but you know eventually you just let it go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, like the movies of this era. To me, like going back and watching these movies, it's like they don't feel these are movies that don't feel like movies to me. They feel like episodes in a CW show, mm-hmm. you know, like like <laughs> yeah. this could be this could be an episode of Arrow if Arrow were about vampires. I don't know. I think it's a little bit better than Arrow. But. <laughs> well, it's got a bigger budget, but that's about uh, Dana. And OK, so Dana hits on something that I think 
is part of the reason that's kept the series going. Yeah, that's that's fair too. Kate Beckinsale in a leather suit does it for me. I went, but the buddy I went with, I was like, and you know, he liked some more kind of basic movies. I guess I'm a little bit of shade, but I was like, dude, it's not good. Like, why? Why was it good? And he's like, well, Kate Beckinsale and leather, and I'm like, I accept that. I mean, <sighs> Aquaman. I will say it was a pretty crap movie, but I did not mind watching it. Um, right. So <laughs> uh, maybe I'll revisit it someday. So yeah, it went for five movies, apparently uh, feature films. I think there's also an animated one and the sixth was announced and it was announced that it was Kate Beckinsale is going to be back. It was in development. And then like a year later, Beckinsale said she will not appear in the sixth film. Quote, I won't return. I've done plenty of those. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. <laughs> if she doesn't need to do it, then she doesn't need to do it because it's right. a paycheck. Mm. All right. Apparently in 2016, it was announced there was an Underworld series in development. But as far as I know, that's all. Wikipedia See, says. it feels like a TV series to me. So you might as well. Uh, I was going to say that seems like something that w- could benefit from an animated series. Um, I'm sure there's tons of fanboys that would jump all over that. Yep. Uh, yeah. I for some reason I keep thinking of like, well, the Matrix did it uh, a little bit, uh, but also Star Wars. There's like a whole bunch of Star Wars animated stuff that well, I people mean, are crazy about. It's I don't know. Like I watched the first one. I don't know enough about the world. Obviously, they're like you know what werewolves versus vampires, basically, and then built out the lore mm. over five six movies mm. yeah. fair enough man that's cool i will give that's it, a lot uh, of world building i didn't think the the story behind it was kind of interesting um not necessarily the not necessarily completely original but it was done well i'd say 2003 was the best time to bust out something like that i think so yeah mm-hmm. uh okay we have one more uh, this is maybe the most unconventional because this is the one that you're not going to see on other people's lists. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, listen, if we look at the at the dictionary definition of what is a serial killer, it's someone who kills over and over and over. Right. Uh, right. Without remorse. Mm-hmm. And these two do it. They certainly do. They do it, man. Better than Yeah. Whoa. I mean, you may, you may, you're going to have some arguments and you're going to say it's because it's going to be because of war. I don't care. Right. They do it with impunity. They do it with prejudice and they do it effectively. And I think, I think, you know, the thing that really without remorse, you just said is the thing that I think really sells this idea for me because yeah, people be like, well, soldiers, and we haven't even said what it is yet. Well, soldiers, you know, it's war. This franchise never addresses remorse about any of the things, any of the killing. No, no, because that wouldn't be fun, right? No, but well, come yeah. on, it's like these people have been generations <laughs> have lived during this war. It's like nobody's gonna be like bummed out about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably should no. be. Yeah. No one even questions it, right? So Jesse, who, who are we talking about? Who is who is our number one, the ultimate killer couple? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate killer couples. And, and and you just wait. Just do the body count. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. It's Solo and Leia. It's yep. Han Solo and Leia Organa. 
of Star Wars. Yeah, we're talking about Star Wars. The they kill so many stormtroopers. They're relentless. You know what? Yeah, if you put their body counts up against the body counts of anybody else on this list, guarantee. Yeah. Sorry, hey. Chucky. Sorry, Tiffany. Second best. <laughs> yeah. And and not just stormtroopers either. Like, you know, there's um bounty hunters and and random alien creatures Listen, that, you know, whatever. George can recut all he wants. We all know the truth. Yeah. Han shot, shot first. first. He's a cold-blooded yeah. murderer. Yeah. He's not a good That's dude. Before he even met the princess. Yeah. You kidding me? You don't have a kid that turns out that way and not have something going on. <laughs> a little devious, like some bad upbringing there. Yeah. And then, and then how does Princess Leia like show that she's like, she's top, like, like they're like, can you handle yourself? If Can you handle a blaster? And she's like, just saved your life shot this dude in the face <laughs> right. like that's that's first movie right there that's not even getting to uh all the people that they kill in return of the jedi like return of the jedi is a bloodbath everybody thinks it's so cute because there's a bunch of teddy bears in that movie but solo and leia they're killing people left and right in the forest count them paul says a bit or not paul dana says a bit of a stretch but i'll allow it I don't think it's a stretch at all. Think about think about Finn. Mm. How many of those stormtroopers are just other Finns out there? Yeah, right? yeah. They Good. they could have names. They probably do. Mm -hmm. They just needed a chance to turn around. But Han and Leia, they're not about that. Mm -mm. They can't. Yeah. No remorse. No remorse. No warning. <laughs> no, they just go. Bah! You know, just you know, like stormtroopers. Maybe they miss so often, not because they're bad shots. But because they value human life a little more <laughs> than those rebel scum do, they're like, "Oh, I really don't want to kill people." And mm -hmm. and then there's Han and Leia, just like dead, 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 dead. Yeah, you don't see them miss as much. Mm. Actually, you know, even to get a little more real, I think aren't a lot of the stormtroopers forced? Yep, to be stormtroopers, so they probably really don't want to kill anybody uh, for reals. But there you go. They don't give a, they don't give a crap. They're like, oh, look, there's a white suit. Oh, they're Dana. Dana has a point. They're killing for a cause. They're killing in the name of. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. You could do the soldier argument, and I get it. And let's don't listen. Let's not think about this realistically. Okay, we're still be talking about Star Wars. Okay, we're being goofy here. <laughs> but where's the remorse? <laughs> <laughs> there isn't where's their cold blood han is a murderer there's you can't listen the george lucas cut is propaganda okay <laughs> so <laughs> mcclunky yeah. mcclunky <laughs> yeah you know what it means you're a murderer <laughs> he's it's probably he's probably about to say you killed you killed my my brother or something this is revenge i'm justified but nope han cut him down mm -hmm. yep in the prime of his mcclunky life yeah McClunky is probably like, please don't. <laughs> Leah was out for revenge. You're right, Paul. You're right. She was Blood broken. Routine. She was a broken woman. <laughs> <laughs> she, she may be crazy, but so are all the other women on this list. <laughs> and men. And men. Why do you think Luke was such a sour old man? He didn't yeah. want to he didn't hang out with those two anymore. No. He'd rather go live on an island and drink blue uh alien cow milk. So, 
In fact, Luke might have had the most remorse of everyone. <laughs> he yep. seemed like, this is awful. I can't be a part of this anymore. I'm throwing lightsabers off of cliffs. People <laughs> people yep. said Luke was character assassination. I don't think so. I think he's the only character that was done justice. <laughs> Han Solo shows up and he's like, it's all true. Rain Johnson did nothing wrong. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you can expect from the Grawlix podcast? It's hot takes on Star Wars, apparently. <laughs> you know, you're, I love it. Jesse said it there. I love it. It's all true. That wasn't like a wonder, that was a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you heard, it's all true. It's That's all like, true. That, that is his I'm the one who knocks moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm the oncoming storm. <laughs> yes. <sighs> that went so much. That was that. I think we have the best list. <laughs> Out of all uh, you know, you got to question any list that doesn't have those two now. Yep. Yep. I think we've made our, I think we've proved our point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't give Chewy a pass. He was there for all of it. <laughs> he just right. laughs. Yeah, laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they fed him? Oh, How much God. dog food costs? <laughs> oh, God, this got dark. When you're stuck Woo. around the outer edges of... Yeah. Of Sorry. Dana. Uh, oh. Frighteners. I actually did think of that, but we already had 10. Real good. Okay, so Dana says his list includes Louis and Lest Louis. Louis. Thank you. And Lestat. From Interview with a Vampire and mm -hmm. whatnots. And Johnny Bartlett and Patricia Bradley from Frighteners. Mm -hmm. Both of those I would not have thought of. Especially Frighteners. It's been a long time since I watched Frighteners. More Peter Jackson on the list. right there. I love Frighteners. That was one of those movies, like Fifth Element, and there's a couple other ones where I was like, mm, I don't know. But then I watched it and I was like, this is great. I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, the most award-winning stuff ever but it's a really good story and it's done really well i believe it did win some awards for its visual effects did it yep oh wow it was groundbreaking in some ways i, mm. I think it, uh, maybe this is the, the use of cgi mm. for some of the ghost stuff well, i think is where it won frighteners is interesting frighteners looks like a more to me is a more direct oh, what year was that was that before or after heavenly creatures because that seems like a more direct um Oh, okay, okay. I see what happened. That uh, more direct step towards like mainstream movies from um, Dead Alive and stuff mm -hmm. for Peter Jackson. Yeah. But I guess you got like the mainstream fun appeal of a comedy type thing, but it's still got the comedy horror mm -hmm. and then a little bit of Heavenly Creatures for the serious drama. Hollywood will take you seriously. Mm -hmm. You get Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm still on that kick. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, before we, we're going to wrap it up here real soon, then uh, anybody else have any suggestions out there for like great killer couples or movies featuring killer couples that would be a good watch or a weird watch on uh, most of these would be a real weird watch, by the way, for th Valentine's Day, <laughs> despite the fact that these are like all couples with well, the exception of maybe like true romance, maybe underworld stuff like that, like weird weird watches for valentine's day <laughs> unless you're an awesome couple yeah unless you're and, cool and then it'd just be normal <laughs> this is our every day <laughs> right <laughs> uh probably not though there's probably not a lot. it's okay 
It's all right. Comes in. Comment later. Jesus wept. Come to daddy. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sexiness in Hellraiser. It's not sexy sexiness, but it's a, some type of sexiness. <laughs> it's uncomfortable sexiness. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, you don't... What's wrong, Julia? You don't like uh, trying to make love with your husband while creepy uh, Uncle Frank cuts a rat open standing next to you? What is that? What is that scene? What is he even doing? He just creeps in there, <laughs> cuts a chunk of the rat open, and he makes a rat flap. He cuts it open and flips it open and just stands there looking at her. It's like, what is that supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope... I hope you guys have a good weekend. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. If you care about such things, if you don't, just have a good day in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys got anything to leave on? Really don't. Really don't. No. Clearance candy. Have fun. Yes. Get some, get some, oh, what's the best candies? Get some Reese's anything. Hmm. Yeah. Some Rolos, which are not especially Valentine's Day, but they are. Because I like them. Yep. Get those like marshmallow (laughs) hearts. I suppose you could get those at Easter if you miss it, but whatever. Yeah. Just stock up now and yeah. use those for future holidays. Yeah. yeah you or you could just buy like a barrel of the earwig chop candy Ooh. and <laughs> give those out. I don't mind those actually. Sweethearts. That's what no, is that what they're called? Sweethearts. No, those no. But sweethearts are are, are a different candy. Yeah. They probably have sweetheart sweethearts. They do. Conversation hearts. They call them conversation hearts. Conversation hearts are the things. Yeah. The chalky things. Yeah. Enough of that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Go to GrawlixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. And uh, just check it out. There's lots of good things. Click links. Go places. Be somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Be somebody. And listen, don't be in a toxic relationship. And if you are, don't don't kill people over it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you need to talk to someone, please. Find someone to talk to. (laughs) Not us, but somebody. (laughs) I mean, I don't recommend us, but, you know. We're not qualified, okay? (laughs) Next Valentine's Day. See you next Valentine's Day. We do actually hit Valentine's Day as, like, a special fairly often. I don't know why. (laughs) Because you're here. And I'm like, hey, Melanie. Yeah. Want to do a thing? Because we're full of love. Go listen to our last year's Halloween. Or last year or the year before Valentine's Day thing. Mm. It was fun. All right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. We love you. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live. episode. Oh man, list episode.